She's a small wonder. I'd like you both to meet Vicky. A child unlike other girls. And that's a real kid, right? No, no, it's a robot. Made of plastic. Microchips here and there. You're my voice input child identical. The ICI, I, I pronounce it Vicky. Angela Bowen here, the host of She's a Small Wonder, a Small Wonder Podcast. How's everyone doing this April? Gosh, I can't believe we're almost done with April. It's amazing. This year's literally, literally feels like it's flying by. So, of course, if you're new to the podcast, I started this She's a Small Wonder Podcast back in 2019. And... This is a monthly podcast, so it takes me about two years to finish a season. And in January of 2023, I started my coverage of season three of Small Wonder. Now, unfortunately, season three and four are not available on DVD. So I pretty much just said go to YouTube, which if you guys want to watch the episodes on your own time, I mean, they're on YouTube. Just search Small Wonder season one or two or three or however so of course this episode season three episode four entitled bride and groom this episode aired october 3rd 1987 in this episode the boss's daughter sets her sights on jamie this is confusing to me because ted's boss i thought was brandon so I guess he has a boss above Brandon, who's the actual boss of everybody. I don't know. This episode's got a 7.4 out of 10 based on 17 ratings. Guest starring, of course, we have Allison Croft as Karen Jenning. She was... Let's see what she's got her... She's got a handful of stuff. I thought I saw her, maybe I was wrong. I thought, because I was watching a Punky Brewster episode last night. And she played a character on that show in the Just Say No Way episode. Or I think it's Just Say No. <laughs> we also have another familiar face, Lucy Lee Flippin. For all of you Little House on the Prairie fans, you all know who this is. Eliza Jane older sister of Almanzo Wilder. <laughs> we also have Ted Pitsis as Mr. Jennings. Lucy Lee Flippin plays his wife. We also have Jason Horst as Chip Jennings. They, uh, they got everybody. They got the whole Jennings family coming to visit the Lawsons. Interesting. This episode was directed by Selig Frank. The writers for this episode, Bernard Bird. Burnell Mack, we got Warren S. Murray, executive story editor, Bruce Kane, and of course the creator, Howard Leeds. Of course, there is never any trivia, there's never any goofs, but hey, there are filming locations. <laughs> Fox Television Studios in Los Angeles. <laughs> and of course, there are no user reviews. All right, well, without further ado, I'm, I'm excited about this episode. I do remember, gosh, I remember, like, itty-bitty bits and pieces of this episode. So when I probably watched it, when I was, like, seven or eight. When it, By that time, it was, like, 1989. The show had already been off the air, and it was in reruns. But 
And Jamie just, I mean, as a kid, anyone that's older than you is going to seem older. That's what Jamie just felt older to me. Because I was like seven or eight and he was like 12 or 13 at the time. So, alright, let's get into Bride and Groom. So, surprisingly, we actually opened this episode. Hey, there's Reggie! It feels like we haven't seen him in for, like, ever. And it's just interesting that we open up in school. Which it feels like maybe the last episode we did, too. But Jamie, I swear this kid looks like he's rocking season one Jamie hair. And I'm just like, no. Just no. Who the two doofoids are that are hanging around Jamie? I mean, Reggie's cool. Reggie is actually cooler than Jamie. Times a hundred. Hey, you guys want to come over to my house tomorrow and play some basketball? Yeah. Sure. Hey, come on over around, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Oh, she's actually smiling in his direction. There's that new girl in school. I wonder if she's as nice as she looks. And they look that good, who cares? <laughs> That's your problem, Jamie. If you're that interested, why don't you go and talk to her? Yeah, she's looking okay. at him. She's only been here two days. She's already shot down more guys than the Red Baron. <laughs> hi, my name is Karen Jennings. Hi! What the hell was oh, that? Hi. My name's, uh, uh, you're Jamie Lawson. Right, right, it was on the tip of my tongue. How'd you know my name? Oh, I know everything about you, Jamie. Really? <laughs> everything? I know you live around the corner from me. I know my dad's your dad's new boss at United Robotronics. New boss. And I also know that you're just my kind of guy. Really? <laughs> like to go for some pizza after school, cutie? Oh, you can't turn that down. Okay. Good. I'll come by your house after school. See you later, handsome. <laughs> Damn, kid! I can't believe it. Out of every guy in school, she picked me. It's incredible. There's Boy, a reason. Now I know what they mean when they say, love is blind. <laughs> yeah. Damn, we got a big giant-ass bimfo jump there just, like, under a minute. So, he's like, hey... Let's come over to my... Y'all, Reggie and the other two nameless faces can uh, come over and play basketball. And he's trying to come up with a time for them to come over. And then, of course, we got the... They they are rocking the flannel or plaid. This girl named... I forgot her name already. <laughs> Jennings. Something Jennings. Kate Jennings. I don't know. But, no, she's, like, bending down, drinking from a water fountain. She literally is zeroing in on Jamie. She's smiling at him. She's not giving off that, you know, bitch Jessica type yet, which is good. She says, oh, I know a lot about you. I know your name's Jamie Lawson. I also know that my dad is your dad's new boss. Like, okay. And she also lives around the block from him. Interesting. And she invites him to go to pizza. You see Reggie and the two nameless kids. They're all like, oh yeah, you better say yes, Jamie. They're giving him the thumbs up. She calls him cutie and touches this. And immediately I got Jessica vibes. But this girl is forward. She knows what she wants. And she wants Jamie Lawson. 
she says, oh, I know a lot about you. I'm like, how much do you know? <laughs> uh. and apparently, other guys have, she's turned down other guys. She's only been at this school two days. And every single person of the male populace, principals, librarians, have all asked her out. Um, <laughs> but she's turned them down. Because there is something's up, man. Something is up. You know. She singled him out. She lives around the corner. Her dad is Jamie's dad's new boss at Robo Electronics. There's a, there's a hitch there. Okay, so... Let's go home. We got that old chest that still serves as a coffee table three years later. They have not invested in a real coffee table. They may never. And there's a box. It looks like a giant shoe box. Like, maybe she, Joan, you know, bought herself some shoes. She deserves to treat herself every once in a while. You know what's funny? We have not seen Vicky yet. I'm sure we'll see her soon. Hi, Annie. Oh, hi, Annie. How was your day? Oh, it was fun. I was shopping with Vicky. I see. Did you put a big dent in the credit card? Well, it was more of a fender bender. Oh, no, but it was worth it. Look at all the great things that I got for her. Uh, Vicky, would you come out here, please? Oh, that's cute. Going to class. like it. She's adorable, honey. She looks like a little person. to mix up her clothes more, like a real little girl. Yeah, really. Uh, Vicky, would you gather up these boxes, please? So, how was your day, honey? Well, it was uh, interesting. Uh, we got a new vice president. Oh, somebody in the office got a promotion? No, somebody in the president's family got a promotion. His son, Harold Jennings. Oh, figures. Have you met him yet? Only for a second. I was just another pretty face in the crowd. <laughs> I gotta figure out a way to get him to notice me. Well, you could always invite him over for dinner. Oh, honey, that's so obvious. I look like Brandon Brendel trying to suck up for a promotion. Oh, I see. And you prefer to suck up in your own way. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Dude, you're going for pizza. That's a wolf owl. Yeah, really. The boxes are all picked up. Oh, thanks, Vicky. You can throw them away in the kitchen, please. Dad, can I have an advance of ten dollars on my allowance? You're already well advanced into the twenty-first century. <laughs> Jamie, you should have thought about having enough money before you ask this girl out. Oh, I didn't ask her. She asked me. Then she should be paying. Well, let her father come up with the ten bucks. <laughs> Dude, you're way overdressed, buddy. He comes in wearing a suit. 
Like, you're going out to pizza. I get it. You want to make a great first impression, which didn't take a lot since she seeked you out. And... (laughs) Yeah, well, and also, turns out, those boxes, those were for clothes for Vicky, which is nice. We gotta, you know, get more of her, you know, a variety of real clothes. Excuse me, like a real human kid, not a maid. I swear, the kids were starting to talk. I mean, I mean, it's not like she was going to school wearing that uh, red and white pedophore thing. Yeah, it turns out that um, there's a promotion, that the boss's son got a promotion, so he's now the president or vice president, and of course... <laughs> Ted's like, no, nah, it's just another smiling face to them. They don't care. And Joan says, you know what? You're starting to, you tell me you're not pulling a Brandon Brindle or you're trying to suck up to the boss. And he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. So when Jamie, of course, comes down in the suit and Ted says, hey, you're a little dressed up for dinner. We're just having pot roast. And Jamie's like, yeah, I'm going on a date. <laughs> The then he asked for an advance. How many times in the last three years of third three seasons have we heard him ask for an advance at his allowance? You know, ten bucks to take her out to go to pizza and whatnot. And turn he says, yeah. Turns out this girl, Kay Jennings, is your is the daughter of your new boss. And Ted's like, oh, here, here's ten bucks, Jamie. I thought he was going to give him, like, more than that. Sure, good time. Oh, and also says, use my cologne. It's called Private Eye. Ugh. <laughs> and he, Ted wants to make such a good impression. He has Vicky go answer the door, be polite, smile, you know, all that stuff. And then he probably yanks Joan out of the chair she's sitting in. Like, up, 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 up. Come on, we got to look respectable and... All that. Like, it's. This teenage girl does not give a rat's crack about that. But I bet she's got an angle. She must have an angle. Hi, I'm Karen. Hi, I'm Vicky. I have to be charming and smile a lot. <laughs> Hi, I'm Ted. I'm Jamie's dad, and this is Jamie's mom. Come on in. Hello. Hello. Nice to meet you. Hi, Karen. Hi, Jamie. I'm all ready. Mmm, I like your cologne. When, with, and you'll follow him anywhere. Um, <laughs> uh, she's always making little jokes. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you can have a good time, huh? Have a good time? Have a great time! Have a wonderful time! Have the time of your young lives! Dude, it! <laughs> so I noticed we got a couple new hairdos. Mar- Marlo, uh, d- d- you think after three seasons I'd have everybody's names memorized on the show. Here it is. Marla Pennington. Yes, she got a nice, it's a little shorter, it's nice, I kind of like it. It's not as, you know, out there as it has been the last couple seasons. Vicky herself looks like she's kind of rocking one of those banana clips of the 80s because her hair is you know, kind of up, and it just, it looks nice, I like that, you know, they got a nice wardrobe for her, Joan really did a good job picking out nice clothes for Vicky, looks like it's breakfast the next day, because Vicky is, 
putting a glass of orange juice and a bowl of either oatmeal or cereal or something or a grapefruit on the table. So hopefully we'll hear how. And Ted was just like pretty pushing, like have a good, have a great time, have the best time of your lives. And it's just like Ted, calm down. You are being way too enthusiastic. It's not the daughter you have to impress. More likely it's going to be her father and his wife. But why do we get the kid, the boy, like her brother? Why does he, I guess they're all coming over for dinner. Cheers. Oh, there's nothing. Oatmeal. Cereal. Oh, cereal. Toast. Ew. Oh. Oh, she's warming it up. Oh, that's cool. Damn, she's early. Weren't you just here last night? Hi, Ricky. Hi, Karen. I have something for Jamie. Is he awake yet? Not yet. I was just going to wake him up for breakfast. No, don't. Let me do that. I'll surprise him. It'll be fun to serve my man breakfast in bed. Yikes, girl. How old are you? ourselves that for three years. A peeping tomboy? What are you doing in my man's bedroom? Get lost, button nose. on you and I'm here to stay. You can turn off the lights. The party's over. That's what you think, Eagle Beak. I'm small, but I'm dangerous. Sort of like a warthog. I've got Jamie right under my thumb. My dad is his dad's boss. Well, if you don't want to get your dad fired, you better beat it. Because my dad's your dad's new boss. Is that a threat? Yes. Just checking. See ya. <laughs> All right. Hi. Big J's back. Miss me? I sure did, dimple cheeks. <laughs> I brought you something. Oh, a ring? Uh-huh. Does this mean we're going steady? No. It means we're engaged to be married. <laughs> Excuse me? Damn! Mary? She moves fast. I don't think we could live on my allowance. <laughs> I mean when we're old enough. Uh, there isn't anybody else, is there? Nope. You're numero uno. You're the queen bee and I live for your sting. <laughs> Good. 
Because if you ever do look at another woman ever in your life, I'll kill you. You're dead meat, Buster. <laughs> Turn out the lights. The party's over. Whoa. Um. <laughs> this is not a good situation for him. So, yeah, I'm just like, so we didn't hear how the pizza thing went, which I'm afraid to ask because this girl is very demanding. She's pushy. She's obsessed with Jamie. I mean, it's nice to see her put Harriet in her place for a change. Uh, kind of, yeah. And then the pet, well, it was a little weird. I mean, she's coming over on a Saturday. Ted and Joan aren't even up. They're probably still sleeping in or having a morning cookie um because <laughs> uh vicky's getting jamie's breakfast and then um karen's all like oh let me do that i want to wake him up i want to give him breakfast in bed for my man and she goes up there and vicky's like trying to rouse jamie's like it's saturday i'll sleep in as long as i want to she yanks him off the bed and when he sees that karen's there he is immediately, oh, what the, you think he, like, slept with nothing on because he's embarrassed. So, he's like, look, um, can you close your eyes? I need to go, like, change. And she, she puts a hand over her eye. Yeah, she's like, oh, I like a man with modesty. And then she puts a hand over her eyes and then peeks at his pajamas. But then while he's gone, because he says, oh, Vicky, fetch my robe and slippers. And then in pops, again, window always open, never closed. Harriet pops in, wondering who Karen is. And Karen's like, who's this little bitch? Who are you? Uh-huh. My boyfriend's stalker? Not anymore, you're not. So <laughs> she says, hey, my dad is your dad's boss. So if you want your dad to get fired, you'll get your ass out of here and go away. <laughs> Yeah, Harriet, just saying, like, oh, I got Jamie Raffer on my finger. It's like, no, you don't. But at least she's not, I mean, she's kind of obsessed with Jamie and an annoying little kid, like an older, you know, crushing on an older kid thing. But this is, this is, wow. What Karen, and the fact that she's like, oh, yo, I got you something. And he's like, oh, what is it, like a, a going steady ring or a promise ring. She's like, no, it's an engagement ring. And he's like, I, I don't think we can live off my allowance. She's like, no. It means when we're older, we'll get married. As in, we're getting engaged now when you're like 12. And then when you're, it's legal, we'll get married. <laughs> I just, I remember this. The thing I remember about this episode when I watched it when I was like eight, I'm like, I remember her being forceful and very demanding to the point where you don't get an out. The only out you get is if you die. Because <laughs> she says, if you look at another girl between now and when we get married, I will kill you. And he's like, gah. I guess this, this girl pulled this in whatever city they lived in before or whatever school she went to. She got hooked on a guy. This is some crazy swim fan shit. While wow, it is like obsessive, like without the internet. But oh my gosh, this girl's a nut. She's a freaking fruit. I mean, think about it. She's going up. She went on one date with this guy. And she's going up and surprising him while he's in bed to wake him up. 
what if if you went on a date with someone and they the next day came to your house went into your bedroom whilst you were sleeping wouldn't that be a bit suspicious and creepy and uncomfortable yeah I mean he lives at home with his parents so of course Vicky's the one who let him let her in Somebody's like, oh I made a key I made a key for myself and Joan and Ted don't even know anything about this yet I'm sure when Jamie breaks the news, they'll be like, uh, excuse me, you are not engaged, you are 12. And, I mean, this is Ted's new boss, like, the boss, president boss. So what is he gonna say? Like, oh, if I don't let her marry my son, I'll get fired? like you very much. Huh? Well, you know, some of us have got it. Just so happens, I'm full of it. Uh-huh. Wait, say that again. <laughs> what, does this mean that you and Karen are going steady? More like we're engaged. No, according to her, we're engaged to be married. <laughs> Excuse me? Married. Keep up the good work, Jamie. Only problem is that the second she gave me this ring, she acted kind of pushy. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie, Jamie. You see, occasionally women like to think that they're the boss, and sometimes we just have to let them have their fun. Excuse me? Your wife is right there, man. In 20 minutes. No, no, no. You promised me that you would take out the trash and rake the leaves and mow the lawn. But honey... Ted. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah. I'm just letting her have her fun. Are you? Want some more juice sauce? <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, I guess it's later in the morning, Ted and Joan are downstairs. They're actually eating breakfast. And he's like, oh, well, Reggie and the guys are coming over to play basketball. And Jamie goes to go outside, and his dad, like, pulls him back by the neck of a sweatshirt. I was like, wait a second. Why aren't you eating breakfast? And Jamie's like, yeah, uh, Karen fed me breakfast already. Oh, and by the way, uh, she gave me a ring. And of course they think it means, oh, you're going study. It's like, no, we're engaged to be married. I would have, <laughs> I would have thought Joan, especially Joan, I really thought she would have hit the roof with that. Like, <laughs> excuse me? No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. You are 12. And the fact that he even says, let's see, yeah, after she gave this to me, she got really pushy and demanding. And Ted is like, dude, your wife is right there. Because he's like, oh, yeah, women have to, uh, you know, be allowed to have their fun and pretend like they're in charge when they're not. It's like, mm-hmm. He's like, well, I'm going to go golfing. And Joan says, no, you're not. You're going to mow the lawn. You're going to break the leaves. And you're also going to take the trash out. Not in that order, but even still, it's like you said, you're gonna, it's Saturday, you know, you're going from the house five days a week, the weekends, you are all mine to do everything that you couldn't get to during the week. 
And I love how Vicky calls. <laughs> like, oh, more OJ boss. And Ted's like, sure. And Vicky pours it into Joan's cup. Like, uh-huh. All right. So my guess is when he flashes this ring, everyone, guys are going to be like, dude, you are completely whipped. <laughs> Where's the chain? Where's the leash so she can drag it around like a dog? This is, that's basically what that ring means. She owns you. Hey, Jamie. Hey, Rich. Ready for a little two and two? Are you kidding? Watch this. You suck. He's on your team. I don't know he ain't. Oh, yeah, the kids know. We're playing basketball. That's okay. I'll just be our cheerleader. No, you won't. Jamie, Jamie, he's so mine. He plans on doing anytime. Harriet, Harriet, go fly south. Take your basketball and your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> now that's clever. I like that. I'm surprised. Car oh, here she comes. Like, who's this bitch? Why is she here? Hi. The two nameless boys who don't have names because we may never see them again after this. I can guarantee we will never see them again. Um, 
But yeah, they're there to hang out with Jamie, play some basketball and all that stuff. And then Harriet comes over and Karen comes through. And I thought she was going to say, what's this girl doing here? I told her not to show her face. You, Harriet, you need to get out of here. So, of course, and then she kicks out Reggie and the guys. I really thought, yeah, and Reggie even said, like, excuse me, we're not leaving unless Jamie tells us to leave. So, yeah. And Jamie's like, uh, Reggie, guys, you can go now. Yeah, because th this girl, <laughs> she is obsessed. She's like, She's very possessive. She wants him all to herself. That is the first sign of cray-cray. This possessiveness, ordering him around, saying, oh, you're going to be a doctor. you got to take care of me. The three M's. Mercedes money and mansion. Uh, apparently, uh, old Mommy Dearest is uh, putting this stuff in her. My guess is the husband is a spineless wimp. And she even tells Vicky... She even tries to kick Vicky out. Like, oh, yeah, because we're right outside. He's like, uh, mom told me to water the plants. And Jamie's like, you can water them some other time. This is an unhealthy, this I mean, great, she can take care of herself. And she even wants a guy with confidence, but she's ordering him around to the point of, that's just not good. <laughs> I mean, if I ordered my husband around like that, <laughs> he would eventually stand up to me and say, I'm not doing that. I, just, I don't understand why she, I mean, she'd only been at that school for two days and she set her sights on him, unless she'd already seen Jamie prior too, which I doubt it. Or the fact that she likes someone that she can control and Jamie is like putty in her hands because he's a boy who likes a pretty girl someone that'll make him howl like a wolf. Here we go. We get to meet the fam. The son, the mother, and the... <laughs> and the dad. Who is probably really, really whipped. Morning, Lawson. <laughs> Mr. Jennings, what a surprise. Please, please come in. Why are they here? Uh, Joan, I'd like you to meet uh, Mr. Jennings, my new boss at the office. This is my wife, Joan. Oh, well, it's nice to meet you, Mr. Jennings. Oh, Harold. And uh, this is my wife, um, Cynthia. Mrs. Jennings. <laughs> and who's this handsome young guy here? Introduce yourself to your father's employee. <laughs> Hi, I'm uh, my son, Chip. She runs that fucking family. Pick up Karen. Oh, uh, she's in the whole fucking family. Who's Vicky? Oh, she's our daughter. But as a matter of fact, she's just about your age. Why don't you go up there and introduce yourself to her? Uh, it's right that way through the kitchen. Wow. <laughs> and then she swings back down. This kid looks like I've seen him in something. Oh, hi. I'm Chip, Karen's brother. Hi, I'm Vicky, Jamie's sister. Wow, you're pretty. 
I'm also adorable. I'll say. I can feel sparks between us already. Sparks between us. You can feel them too? Can I kiss you on the cheek? You can kiss me on the cheek. Electrocutes <laughs> him. I think I've met the woman of my dreams. Calm it, boy. Hey, we were made for each other. Well, I guess we'll be seeing a lot more of each other now that we're going to be um, in laws. <laughs> in laws? Oh, <laughs> yeah, Jamie showed us the ring. That's really cute. <laughs> oh, it's so cute. I mean, they're talking like they're really engaged. Yeah. Well, the ring even looks real. It is. It's mine. We really must sit down one evening and talk about the wedding plans. He's 12. What the fuck? <laughs> You're full of shit. My kid is 12. Your wife has a great sense of humor. <laughs> no, she doesn't. I'm quite serious about the wedding plans. Well, Mrs. Jennings, the idea of two 12-year-olds getting engaged is ridiculous. Uh, Ted, Joan, let me explain. Harold, stop monopolizing the conversation. It's <laughs> a tradition in our families. Both our parents and our grandparents and our great-grandparents all married their childhood sweethearts. I'm proud to say there has never been a divorce yet. True, Harold? <clears throat> true, true. All are happy marriages. Right. Happy. <laughs> Damn, up. My daughter has chosen your son, and they too shall have a happy marriage when they come of age. And you share her views, Harold? Well, in, in my opinion, mm -hmm. I... Harold, dear, when I want your opinion, I'll give you one. Shit! <laughs> Naturally. Any family that my daughter marries into should be on a social and financial level compatible to ours. Regrettably, you're not. <laughs> uh, well. I've generously decided to have Harold help your situation. To uh, raise us up from the slums, as it were. <laughs> There's a vice presidency in your future, Mr. Lawson. Now that that's out of the way, congratulations. You've married into a wonderfully warm and beloved family. Well, I don't like that. Well, well, there are just a couple of little things that I'd like to say here. Oh, more than a couple. Yeah, she needs to have a word, too. Hey, Hello, her Mother. Hey, Father. Hi, darling. And this must be my future son-in-law. Ted, you were about to say something? I certainly was. About this marriage business. Mom, Dad, this is Jamie's sister Vicky. She's really neat. Can I marry her? What the hell? We were made for each other. This is not normal. Of course you can marry her, Chip. You can have anything you want. You hear that, Vicky? We're gonna get married. You have to give me the three M's. Money, mansion, and a Mercedes. <laughs> No. Mrs. Jennings, by the time that they're old enough to get married, the only thing that's going to be double is your chin. <laughs> you see, there's a tradition in this family, too. It's called marrying the one you love. 
And only when you're mature enough to know something about life. This is all nonsense. There will be no engagements and no weddings. All right. Well, if that's your attitude, you can just kiss your vice presidency goodbye. Come, children. Come, Harold. Great. Now we gotta start all over again with another spineless whip. Mr. Jennings, listen, I, I'm really sorry. I, I didn't mean to talk to your wife like that. Don't be sorry. I mean, I loved it. What? That was the first time anybody ever stood up to Cynthia in her life, including me. You're an inspiration. Cynthia, go suck an egg! Boy, that's no good! Yeah, that is a lot to... <laughs> they brought the whole damn family, except for the family dog, to come and get their daughter. And then we got this kid, this chip, who decides to go see Vicky, and then he, I mean, he's pretty forward in his ass, like, oh, can I kiss you on the cheek? It's like, dude, you just met this girl. This is a ruse! This, the wife and the two kids go around finding people, other kids, for their kids to marry. Because even, yeah, it's like, no, it's, I mean, at first, like, yeah, the the engagement, oh, yeah, um, yeah, um, The ring's adorable, by the way. <laughs> no, there's not going to be a wedding. They're 12. We're not marrying children. That's illegal. But we know who wears the pants in that family, and that is Cynthia. Just, I, honestly, everything that Lucy Lee Flippin does, she has got an air about her. From Eliza Jane Wilder on Little House to... Uh, you know, this episode, you know, she was also in an episode of um, Golden Girls. Just very snippy, very uptight. But I just, I felt bad for Harold because it's like, yeah, the wife runs that family like no one's business. She was even like, oh, if you let my daughter marry your son, I'll give you a vice president position. It's like... Bitch, you don't own that company, your husband. This woman married into money. And 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 we have Vicky, like, oh, if you're going to marry me. Because Chip even asked, like, oh, Mom, can I marry Vicky? I love her. She's like, we're made, and <laughs> we're made for each other. She's just repeating what she's hearing. Even with the three M's, mansion, Mercedes, and money. <laughs> and she's saying, I'm going to make a man out of you, you wimp. Just repeating what Jessica's saying. And I love how Ted stood up to Cynthia like, there's not going to be a wedding for either of my kids. Yeah, well, and the fact that she's even talking about how marrying into our family would be a good thing for you. He's like, oh yeah, bring us up from the slums. Because apparently, you know, oh, you don't have money and everything like that. But with our help. The fact, I, I also like the fact that he was bringing up, you know, love. Like marrying someone because you love them, not... Because you're being forced to. When, you know, and when the time is right, when they're of age to be, and they meet that person. I mean, and then Cynthia takes the kids and Jessica, Jessica, she feels like a Jessica, doesn't she? They could be twins, they're so similar. 
<laughs> but Jessica never proposed marriage to Jamie and said, you have to swear off any girl. You ever look at another girl, I'll kill you. <laughs> but you're like, now I gotta find another mindless one. It almost made it, the way that she said it, it made it sound like this is a thing that they do. Like, oh, the last one didn't work, and now this didn't work, so now we gotta go find someone else and pull the same stunt. <laughs> but, yeah, Ted stood up to Cynthia, and I like that Harold's like, oh my gosh, I've been wanting to tell her off for years. But he is so spineless himself. And that woman just dictates and runs that household. Like, dude, you need to... Yeah, she's even saying, like, our... I thought she was going to say her parents, her grandparents, her great-grandparents, they all got married when they were 12. <laughs> like, what? Uh... Yeah, she's saying how they all had successful, happy marriages. Like, you know that for a fact, do you? They all run by overbearing, possessive, controlling women. Because that's not a healthy relationship or marriage. I wouldn't wish that on anybody, man or woman. Like, you marry because you love each other. Because you want to be there for one another and grow old together. I like how Harold tells Cynthia to suck an egg. Because, like, yeah, she's calling to them like they're dogs. Like, oh, come, cat, uh, whatever the... <laughs> Whatever her name is, the daughter's name, I've forgotten again. Uh, and Chip, or Karen, I think it was, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, come, like, come, so-and-so, come, so-and-so. Oh, those kids have no, they have no future. They have no, that is unhealthy to the mass. That husband needs to file for divorce. Because apparently it's under, yeah, she even refers to herself as Mrs. Jennings. It's like, he could divorce her because she probably most likely came from, you know, nothing. And she's just so domineering. Like, yeah, he could divorce her and make it so, well, unless he had her sign a prenup, which I doubt she would have stood for. <laughs> oh, my goodness. See how the rest of this ends. Good for Ted for standing his ground and saying, your daughter's not marrying my son. You need to get the hell out of my house. You don't want your money. We don't want your help. I don't want that VP position either. Stop and get this ring off my finger. I can't believe a guy letting himself get handpacked like that. I mean, a man should be the, the strength of his family, the, the king of his castle, right? Yeah, and along those lines, how about you women? Taking out the garbage, raking the leaves, and mowing the lawn for a change. Excuse me? <laughs> yeah, really. Nice try, buddy. So, Jamie's like, I gotta go get some soap and get this ring off my finger. I'd be like, and burn it or throw it away. <laughs> that too. So, Ted is so puffed up. He's like, yeah, it's about time the women in this family start also raking the leaves, mowing the lawn, and doing this and that. I'm like, your wife, who works as a substitute teacher, also cooks, cleans, does your laundry. I'd say that's enough. And all she's asking for you to do is mow. It's not like you gotta mow the lawn every weekend. You gotta rake the leaves every single weekend. I mean, my goodness. So Vicky, Vicky and Joan are all like, Ted, go suck an egg. Seriously, go suck an egg. And honestly, uh, that is pretty much the episode. Um, definitely. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna have to put 
we got Jessica, who I've hated since season one. Apparently, we're going to get her another, oh my gosh, I can't, I think we're going to get her like one or two more times, and I'm going to puke. Jimmy will never learn his lesson clearly, or who knows, maybe he will. Like I said, I, I have not seen these episodes other than a couple of them when I was like seven or eight, so my memory is very hazy. So, Karen or Jessica, who is worse? I mean, you got Jessica the bitchy factor. You got that. And then you got controlling, possessive Karen, who is like a one and done. Again, Jamie, Ted, you, you guys got to be like, especially Ted, like, be a role model for Harold. Honestly, take him out. Go shoot some pool. Go play golf. Give him some insights. Like, dude, you are Mr. Jennings. Your wife took your name. You need to get your balls out of the vice that she's put them in and stand up for yourself and tell her, I'm not going to stand for this. You're going to change your ways or I'm going to divorce you. And then she'll say, I'll take you for everything you got. <laughs> but yeah, honestly, I mean... I'm just going to say, honestly, Jessica is worse just because she's a reoccurring pain in the ass character that I can't stand. At least Jamie came to it. Even even when she slipped the ring on his finger, he's at least like, this kid will never learn. He will always fall for the bitch. He will never, you know, what about that one girl in season one? The baseball player, she took her hat off, her hair tumbling down, wore a dress, cute, right? What happened to that girl from season one? Can we get her? back no okay all right so you know overall this episode it was not a bad episode it really really wasn't so but remember how when i was finishing season two and i went through went through all the episodes of season three as far as you know the episode title plot synopsis stuff like that i said there is a lot of heavy stuff for season three and of course we have that in our Second drug episode. Uh, it's okay to say no. I mean, we had the Punky Brewster episode, Just Say No Way. We got It's Okay to Say No, episode 5 of season, season 3. Jamie and Vicky help the police catch a drug dealer. Now, this is coming off hot and heavy from the season 2 episode 1, Chewed Out, where Jamie and Reggie learn a sobering lesson by smoking cigarettes and chewing tobacco to elevate their freshman status in junior high. Credit that that was over uh, a season and a few episodes. But, um, yeah, and again, there's other, like, another one right after that. Jamie befriends a deaf boy for the wrong reasons. And we, oh, I am, oh, my gosh, we are not too far. We got, let's see, May, June, July, August. So by September, we get to meet Vanessa, the bad seed. The other robot, a more advanced robot that Ted builds. We gotta wait till September, guys. We gotta get through summer first before we can get into this episode. But I'm, I'm excited. There's a, a lot of good stuff coming down the pike. <laughs> Vicky literally balloons after Ted unwittingly upgrades her energy, supplementing polynucleoside processor with an appetite. Which creates excessive digestive gases and causes her a date issue for the school dance. Good golly. Um, 
<laughs> this one I don't think I'm going to be getting to until 2024. Here today, gone tomorrow. Vicky gives a computer, a bank computer data that Ted is dead. Oh my goodness, it's going to be, it's going to be great. It's going to be, <laughs> I can't, I can't wait for the Bad Seed episode. Um, and also the, the the one for next month and then the Read My Lips about the Deaf Boy. There's also one much, much later into 2024 that deals with the boy who has, I believe, leukemia, the Ronald McDonald house. So that gets uh, some play. I think there's also, is it the one, it's the Book It episode too. There's a Book It episode. Is there? Oh my god. Ooh, we get to see Mrs. Fernwell return in episode 19. That is... Towards the end, wow, these other ones are like towards the end of 2024. <laughs> so I'm jumping the gun on those. Um, if you guys enjoyed the episode, I had fun reviewing this episode. And you know what? Let's see. Let's see if this episode's got any comments on YouTube because sometimes you'll find some interesting comments. Someone liked the line. When I want your opinion, I'll give you one. <laughs> Vicky did look cute in her new... She did. She did look cute in her new clothes. Props to the costume department. It was nice to see her without that dress for a change. Let's see. Uh, I feel a little bad for Chip. I think he really liked Vicky. Uh, it says he was in that later episode, the promotion, and I know anybody would be better than less for Vicky. Oh, he's in another episode? Really? Oh, wow. This guy is also in another episode. The guy who played Mr. Jennings, he's in When You Hear the Beep. I guess he's the same character. And then also in Vicky Doolittle, in season four, episode 20. That's ways down the road. Um, let's see if that guy chip it. Oh, shit. Mr. Jennings and Mrs. Jennings are back in the... Really? Let me check this out. Lark Voorhees, who played Lisa Turtle in Saved by the Bell, is actually in that episode when you hear the beep, which is not going to be until... The end of 2024 when I get to that episode. Um, oh, he was also a fa uh, Ben Sure thing in season six. He played a father. Said father number one. Oh, yeah, this is the episode with um, the Grand Pains episode with uh, Andrea. Andrea Barber. Yeah, I remember that. Okay, let's see here. Yeah, this guy's been in a handful of stuff. The kid, though, the kid, Jason Horst, looks like somebody I've seen in some... Last thing he did was in 97. He didn't even have a character name. He played some uh, high school boy, Plan B. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, oh, mm, okay, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. He was in This Boy's Life. In 93, okay. Thought he looked familiar. He played a character named Jay in White Lies. Oh, he's probably one of the locker room guys that was listening to Kevin. Um, He was also Barry's friend in an episode of Roseanne, Valentine's Day. I think that episode also had um, 
Yeah, Toby McGuire. Oh, I see the kid. I see him. Yeah, I know who, I, who they're talking about now. Uh, Barry's Tristan. Wow. Oh, there's a yeah. There's an episode that had um of Roseanne that had Bryce Beckham from Mr. Belvedere, which I'd love to get back to episodes of that show at some point. Oh yeah, he played Gary on uh in three episodes of. <laughs> Growing Pains, he played Ben's friend Gary and Paper Route and Five Grand and then Ben Sure Thing. Let's see. What else was he in? Broken Angel looks like a TV movie. Yeah, that might be the kid right there. Is that Brooke Shields? Um, no. I don't know who those people are. Um, Highway to Heaven, he was in an episode there. So it says Chip and Chip Jennings. So he's going to be in the promotion episode. Okay. So he'll be there. But it says someone playing Robert Jennings. Oh, that's right. Because since said the promotion was given to, like, the son of the president. Or something. Or, um, some fucking person. I don't know. Um, that is in episode seven. Um... Highway to Heaven, A Dream of Wild Horses. Oh, I see the kid. Yeah, an aging rancher gives up and places all the responsibility on his stressed out daughter. Jonathan and Mark show up to offer support. Highway to Heaven has got some really good episodes. One in particular that I really want to, I really want to cover at some point. But that's pretty much, what's this show? American Dreamer. It only lasted for 17 episodes. And he was in a episode as someone named John. So. Alright. I will see you all towards the end of May with It's Okay to Say No. It is okay to say no to drugs or anything that you don't want to do. Have a good rest of the year, April, guys. And I'll, like I said, I'll see you at the end of May with episode five. Bye-bye.